Well, you're getting your Lent off to a great start, showing you're willing to sacrifice it all for the love of Jesus, uh, taking your chances on the roads tonight as the ice storm descends upon us. Um, but hopefully it is worth it to make Lent start the way it should, right here at the foot of the cross, uh, because that's where long Lent took place long ago, where Jesus took up his cross that we might be forgiven. Uh, the advantage for you is that most of you are going to go home after this. You're not going to wear this for 11 hours and uh, out on the town. The deacon really got me good at 6.45 this morning. I'm going to need a Q-tip and rubbing alcohol when this is over. But why do we mark ourselves with ashes? Most of the time, people can only tell that we're a Christian if we do some good deed or if we make the sign of the cross before we say a prayer in a restaurant. But today... There's millions of Christians wandering, not just over our country, but all over the world. And other people take notice. They say, what is that? Is that a birthmark? Is there dirt on their face? But for those who are in the know, we realize it's Ash Wednesday. We're a living billboard for our faith that other people realize they too need to get to church. They too want their ashes. And even though this isn't a holy day of obligation, more people seem to come to church on this day uh, than any of our other holy days of obligation, save Christmas or Easter. And that's because we know this means something. That we spend so much of our daily life not thinking about God, not acting like God's son. We spend so much of our life in excess. And usually when we're talking about excess, it's not the virtuous kind, it's more vice. We don't often say, well, that person is too helpful, or that person is too kind, or that person prays too much. Usually it's we give in to our temptations too much. Uh, we're not nice enough to other people. We're not trying hard enough to combat our sins. And so we are given this season, these 40 days, once each year to carry on a fine tradition that stretches back farther than Jesus himself. It was 1,100 years before Jesus was born that Moses fasted for 40 days on Mount Sinai, eating and drinking nothing. Well, he waited for God to inscribe the Ten Commandments, his love commands for Israel. And then Jesus, of course, after his baptism at the age of 30, he didn't go right into the towns teaching, preaching, and healing. Having never worked a miracle before, after his baptism, he was led by the Holy Spirit into the desert to be tempted for 40 days, where he ate and drank nothing. Our fast will be far less severe, but it's meant to be in recognition of those who prepared themselves for important moments, Moses for the law, and to be a father to Israel, Jesus being prepared for his ministry and his mission, a mission of mercy to take our sins to the cross. What is God preparing us for? What will we be preparing for in these next 40 days? Through prayer, service, sacrifice, self-denial, penance, almsgiving, and yes, fasting, we hope that we can be purged and pruned of some of those things in our life that are more vice than virtue, of some of those things that are more excess than moderation, of those things that rather than helping us on the way to the kingdom are a distraction or they're just plain getting in the way. So that once all of those things have been removed, what remains is from God and for God and gives Him glory. And so today we gladly allow ourselves to be reminded that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. That explains only the origin and the destiny of the body, but the soul that comes from God, and it belongs to God, and God wants us to be pure of heart. 
And so we will all encourage one another as we run this race so as to win, as we prepare ourselves throughout this Lent, not only for a more worthy celebration of Jesus' passion and Holy Week, but also preparing ourselves to take our place with Him in the kingdom of heaven.